This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. As an adult, nobody really prepares you for questions like, what do I do with this when I'm done with it? There's a quilt on the spare bed that's kind of starting to rip apart. And I'm like, do I just throw it in the trash? Yeah, it would take up an entire garbage bag. Donate it, even though it's kind of done don't you think a blanket you donate to like uh, an animal shelter yeah 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 they'd put it in the bottom of a kennel probably but it's massive yeah see a big kennel have you seen a huge dog before they need a big kennel which would need a big blanket okay well that answers that question but what do you do with adult toys when you're done with them (laughs) good then there's a good question there's a thrift (laughs) store in wales that has had to like release uh Statement saying stop donating your used adult toys because they've just been getting so many of them Like they actually even set up security cameras so they could stop people from bringing them by which wouldn't you like put it in a bag or something though Like you wouldn't just be bringing it out Yeah, but they're getting it, like, so many that no no they, no I don't think they're just flopping them around but uh, <laughs> They're like yes, can you stop? We can't use these things. We can't resell them So we're just grossed out and then we have to throw them out it's like when you take your bottles in and you always get a dirty look from the person that's counting them and sorting them because you bring like an empty jar of tomato sauce and they're like we don't want this yeah they do give you dirty looks how many years are we going to be doing this until we realize that that doesn't go there we're all still learning at our age i had uh I guess somebody who didn't want to donate their adult toy decided to just throw it in the box of my old truck back in the day. And it was massive. Okay. And so I didn't know what to do with it. So I set it on the counter in my garage. Sure enough, my mom's in town two days later. She sees it. Well, yeah, we parked the vehicle in the garage and you can see her just like staring at this thing. Like, what are you guys up to? The same thing happened to my ex-boyfriend and his mom came to town and he had this massive toy in his trunk because it was a prop because he was a filmmaker, not an adult <laughs> filmmaker. Like he was in like a comedy movie. Yeah, right. And she borrowed his car because she didn't have a vehicle and he, she had to take it into the shop. And like everyone in the shop had to open the trunk to get the tools out. And she's standing there and all these guys working <laughs> in the shop think it's her car. <laughs> and there's this massive toy in the trunk that she can't explain because she doesn't even know right. the story behind it hilarious so embarrassing yeah so i ended up i think just like leaving it on somebody else's box of their truck and now there's just this floating dark blue adult toy Mm -hmm. that's making its rounds but yeah what do you do (laughs) i guess you don't bring it to wherever these people are saying what is it it's a recyclable place a thrift store a thrift store they don't want it oh my god What is something you still don't know the answer to that at your age you should probably know? We were just talking about not really knowing what to do with things like your empty pasta sauce jars because I bring mine to the Bottle Depot and they give me a dirty look and throw it. They like smash it while making eye contact with me. I usually wash mine out, keep them, fill it with baking grease and then just chuck them. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Is that wrong? Pizza boxes um, is another one. I don't, because I, I used to recycle pizza boxes, and then I was told, no, if there's, like, any form of, like, cheese stain, grease, grease stain, 
they don't want it. Yes. So then I was like, well, what the hell do I do with it? So I've been using it to start fires. Yeah, I was shamed once for throwing out a pizza box. Not that I, like, start fires around the neighborhood. I mean, like... In the yard. In the yard, yeah. But it seems like it depends on where you live, too. The... Places that I bring the bottles to, I swear they don't accept the milk cartons. But then I'm, we're getting texts from people being like, in Sherwood Park, you can bring like a full bag of, of milk just jugs. Milk? You get money for it. Are you supposed to separate them first, maybe? I don't know. You're right, though. There's not enough like... Also, the confusion with like, do I have to take the caps off of everything? I always am like, sorry if there's a cap on something. Yeah, they usually take them off before they throw them in. So you should do that first. Ryan wrote in saying, I don't know directions at your age. Yeah, I still use my uh, my maps quite often. Yeah, Lacey says uh, stick shift. Never learned how to drive one. Always feel dumb that I don't know how. Uh, This text says, I don't know where to go to get my taxes done. Oh, you need to find an accountant or online. You can do it yourself. Honestly, you... it's shocking that I even do my taxes every year because every year when tax season rolls around, I'm like, wait, what do I do? I forget the process I every time. I do find it ridiculous that the government's like, here, do your best to try to figure out how to do these taxes and you'll be in big trouble if you do it wrong. Yeah, and then they send it back being like, you did it wrong. You actually owe us this. And it's like, well, if you knew the answer, why are you making me do the 100%. equation? 100%. You do the math. There are certain countries that they just like tell you exactly what you owe every year. And I'm like, oh, that would be way easier. Like, imagine if you're just like... Also, I've never understood like... Oh, you write it off. What does that mean? Does that mean the whole thing is like free? No. So I can break that one down for you. Please do, because I don't get it. It's mainly for people that are business owners or like um, like realtors, for example. They can like take a client out for lunch and then they keep the receipt. And then what happened? You get a certain percentage of it back. You don't pay taxes on things that you need to do for your job. So if you're writing off your gas because you need to drive somewhere to show a home, you don't pay taxes on that gas. So you have to collect everything and then submit it, and then they write that off, and you just have to pay taxes on your income after that. You stopped listening. You literally don't know the answer. (sighs) You asked me. I started giving you the answer, and then I watched you drift into Neverland. (laughs) Okay, what's something you still don't know the answer to that at your age you should probably know? Okay, I have another one, believe it or not. Oh, let me give you the answer (laughs) and watch you fall asleep. Okay, I don't know how to get lottery tickets. How do you ask for them? So I go up and I'm like, I'll get a lottery ticket. And then they ask a question every time and I black out. And I just go, yep. I don't know. Is the question, do you want the extra? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I get nervous, man. So I'm just like, give me whatever. (laughs) Here's my ID. (laughs) I'm of age, believe it or not. Tyler just texted in saying, I don't know how to iron clothes. That is such a good one. Because Mm. why is it that when you try to do it, you just all of a sudden have this huge wet stain on your fancy shirt? Home ec in school shouldn't be like uh, one of the classes you can choose or not. I feel like everybody needs to know what goes down. Because in home ec, you learn how to like, Sew, right? Mm-hmm. That's still a thing. You learn how to like yeah. hand sew things. The amount of times I've needed to know that in my life is a lot. You learn how to cook. You learn how to iron a shirt. Home ec should be mandatory. Yeah, I agree. Even though I did do home ec and I struggled. Like mm. I'd have to make everyone else do everything for I me. I can see why. I just watched you absolutely zone out. Danielle from Spruce Grove. 
I don't know how to fold a fitted sheet. I'm 36 years old. Yeah, there's a system, and every time I try it, it doesn't work. So I'm with you on that one. Yeah, you just like roll it up into a ball. Same with folding hoodies. I'm like, what's the process here? Yeah. Yeah, as an adult, what is something you still don't know the answer to at your age, but you should probably know? I've never changed a light bulb, and it terrifies me. Because I don't want to get shocked. Well, just shut the shut the light off before you do it. The light's already off because it's burnt out. No, 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 no. But that's the problem, is that if you have the light on and you're changing the light bulb, there's electric power going to it. Sorry, I stopped listening again. Oh, my God. <laughs> We are counting down things that you can find around the house to use as a trick-or-treat bag. (laughs) Listen, I know pillowcase is most likely on the list, right? It is. But have we ever thought about the fact that it doesn't have handles? And don't you remember when it was getting heavy and you'd be trying to, like, turn corners with your friends into the next crescent or cul-de-sac and you have this, like, huge bag but you're struggling. It's slipping out of your hands. No. Yeah. You don't Ma- think about things like that. We need something with handles. We don't need something with handles. Now, what, I got to change the whole list here. Is backpack on the list? Because that would be smart. It's not. Because it's too inconvenient to get on and off and unzip. and. No, you would use one that has like an open top to it. Like those beer backpacks and stuff? That's actually so smart. Not really, no. Okay, fine. Why don't we count down your list of the top seven things to find around the house to use as your trick-or-treat bag? Sure. Coming in at number seven, a suitcase. A suitcase? Do you know how inconvenient that would be? You're rolling that up somebody's front veranda. You have to unzip it. He's just like a backpack, but it has wheels, so it's more convenient than a backpack, which almost made the list. It's also even hard for the kids to navigate coming up to the door one at a time, even if there isn't a suitcase. Yeah, with some of those roller ones, though, you'd be fine. At number six, we have a Home Depot bucket. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, they get a little heavy, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number five, a sleeping bag. We're counting down the top seven things that no. you can use instead of uh, like a bag if you don't have one when Do the kids go like trick or treating. Sleeping bag, bag? No, no, a sleeping bag. Just drag, load her up, and then drag her down to the next house. You know, you got to give some love to the parents that bring the wagon. Mm-hmm. And That's then when one. the kids start to get a heavy bucket or bag. You just toss it in the back of the wagon. I think a tent bag, now that you say that, is a good suggestion as well. So you could use either the tent bag or the... No, we're all going to just pretend you didn't say sleeping bag. Okay, next. At number four, we have a briefcase. That is also a terrible answer. They're too thin. No, they'd be fine. You'd be able to, like, you just have to organize them as you put it in. Click, click, open her up. Please just, like, don't throw them in the briefcase. Is the top seven at seven a joke to you? Because to the rest of us, we take this very seriously. Tell me the Ikea blue bag is on this list. Lisa. What? That's number one. Oh. Well, how you were going about this list, it sounded like everything was a joke. So I'm glad it's on the list. All right, what's next? (sighs) Number three, a Stanley mug. The big old water mugs. They got handles. They're huge. Ha, They'd be ha. perfect. Number two. Fishnet. These are terrible. Everything would fall through the cracks. Not of if the you got a minnow net. net. 
These are, if you don't have a bag, here's some other options. An Amazon cardboard box. Ooh, that's a good one. That's better than sleeping bag. No, it's not. And number one, Lise already wrecked it. (laughs) Large Ikea bag. Thanks, Lise. Yeah. And now, here's another terrifying episode of Terror Tales! Uh, This comes to us from Ashley, who submitted this story just this morning we got it. Mm -hmm. When I was a teenager, I used to have this reoccurring dream about this log cabin at the top of the hill. When you walked into the log cabin, there was a spiral staircase, and there was always a woman hanging on the staircase. And then I would hear this loud banging noise. Good job. So I would follow it downstairs. And then the door would be locked. I wouldn't be able to get into it, but I'd just hear this constant banging, banging, banging. (laughs) One day, I was at my grandparents, and I was talking about their old house in Dawson Creek, and my grandma showed me a picture. And it was the exact log cabin from my dreams. So I told her about them, and she said that while they lived there, it was only about nine months, and they ended up moving out due to paranormal stuff. Before the house was built, there was a cabin there, uh, where the house stands now, and a man shot himself in the small hunting cabin. After the incident, the property was sold. We didn't have too much information on the house as uh, and what happened with a woman, but apparently there was another story of a woman who did hang herself from the spiral, spiral staircase. My grandmother would say that she heard footsteps, doors slamming, she'd hear strange noises, a woman crying when they lived there. Uh, when I told her about my story and my dreams, uh, she said the craziest part was I had only been to that house as a child when I was like two years old mm. for a weekend. The entire time I screamed at the top of my lungs, they couldn't figure out how to calm me down. Since talking with my grandma about it, I haven't had the same dreams since. I mean, like, the fact that, like, the the dream lined up exactly with what had happened in that house's history is pretty creepy. Yeah. What is the strangest thing that you have found in your kid's trick-or-treat bag when they come home after trick-or-treating. It's drugs. No, there's never drugs. Anyone that says that is lying. Because who's just giving out drugs? Yeah, no, no one. Nobody, no drug user I know is like, yeah, let's get rid of these things. Exactly. For free. For free, <laughs> more so, yes. Because, I don't know, is it an urban legend about the razors and apples back in the 70s and 80s? Like, is there actually a story about someone, like, showing you a razor? Because you could easily just, like, put one in there and pretend. My guess is that it it has happened, sketchy stuff like that, a couple times. But then, like, the news wheels are like, oh, this will get people talking. Yeah, it's some clickbait, for sure. It really has turned into clickbait. I don't don't know. Now, we... Every year, we like to ask this question because... People come through with the funniest answers. Mm. What is something strange that you remember finding in your trick-or-treat bag? Or maybe you're just making sure everything's safe in your kid's bag and you're like, what the heck is this doing in here? Mm -hmm. Like last year, there were people writing in about like finding dead batteries. 
an avocado I remember got, came in last year. A hard-boiled egg? Like, <laughs> those are those are decent as far as, like, you know, if you're worried the kids are going to be eating too much sugar and not have, you know, a healthy base before they eat 15 chocolate bars, an avocado and an egg's probably a good base. And just wrote in saying a laxative. We had someone write in last year that they got a fudgicle, and by the time they got back home, it was melted. <laughs> like frozen blueberries. Like it's almost as if people are running out of candy, right. but they feel bad not answering the door, so they just give you something out of their junk drawer or their freezer. I mean, why wouldn't you just say, sorry, We're all out. out? We're out. Like put a sign up, sorry, all out, shut the lights off. Have you heard about Summerside and how seriously they take yeah, Halloween? Yeah. I've to been the- there a yeah. few times. And it's so busy, and apparently they have like a Facebook group or something where if one house runs out of candy, somebody's constantly monitoring the page to, like, run over more candy. Yeah, it's like, it, it feels like the uh, the streets that are beside the really busy one uh-huh. kind of step up as, like, a support system. I, I don't want to wreck the vibe here. Oh, great. What? Well, you're only getting one chocolate bar per household in, in those neighborhoods. Yeah, but it's about the experience because everyone Cause steps up with the decor. Yeah, and you see a lot of costumes and stuff when you're there. But if you're just going for quantity of chocolate, yes, the houses are like pretty close together in that neighborhood. I think that's why it got so popular there. But they purposely just give one each because but, well, they, they can't, have to. They can't, like, yeah, you can't give more than that. So I would say it's like the. Older, more established neighborhoods, a bit more walking between each house. You get more. But you're getting handfuls from these people. What area, is there an area in Edmonton or surrounding that every house on the street gives full-size chocolate bars? I bet there is. That's what I want to find in my I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> Not that I'm going trick-or-treating yeah, or anything. Look at you. But I would tell other are you, people. Are you borrowing someone's kid today? or No. The strangest thing you found in your... Uh, in your kid's Halloween bag or in yours back in the day? Or maybe you were the house that handed out something weird. Jeff just wrote in from West Edmonton. My dad handed out potatoes. Awesome. It's, at least it's a story. It's hilarious, right? <laughs> uh, Morgan, someone in my Facebook community group posted bananas with little faces drawn on them and said they're handing them out for a healthy Halloween. No. Your house is getting egged. Yeah. Yeah, I'd throw with, that. Well, that hard-boiled egg you found in your bag <laughs> is getting thrown back. I'd throw, uh, I'd throw the banana right back, <laughs> mush it up, and chuck her. $1,000. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant. We are joined by Tracy, who is ready to win $1,000 on a Halloween Tuesday. How are you feeling today, Tracy? Pretty good. Okay. Are you dressed up? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it does feel like it's been Halloween for like seven days straight, so mm. we understand. Yeah. Okay, so how does the game work for those who are listening for the first time, Ryder? Tracy, you're going to uh, pick a teammate, either Lisa or myself, who will leave the room. We're then going to give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite your teammate back in who hasn't heard any of round one. They'll play the same game forever. Every answer that matches, it's 25 bucks. Hit them all, and it's 1000 Who's your teammate this morning, Tracy? Lisa. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. All right. As soon as she leaves the room, I will give you the first word, and then I will start the timer um, after giving that to you, okay? Okay. Let's do this. The first word is pumpkin. Seed. Ghost. Boo. Graveyard. 
Tombstone. Bat. Wings. Zombie. Mommy. All right. Got those answers in quick. Let's get Lisa back in here. We're giving away some money today. Yeah? Love to see it. All right. Let's go. What's the first word, Lisa, that comes to mind when I say ghost? Uh... <laughs> this might be silly. Boo? <laughs> yes! Got it. <laughs> what about graveyard? Graveyard, I'm going to say tombstone. Yes. Yes. 50 bucks, Tracy. We've got yes. this. 50 bucks. Nice. Okay, what about bat? This one's really hard. Do I need to put you on a timer here? Or? Apparently. Uh, bat, I'm going to go. <laughs> Cave. Ooh, that's a good answer. Oh, so was her. She went it? with wings. Oh, wings is good. Pumpkin. Carve. She went with seed. Dang. And okay. zombie. Land, like the movie. That one's so hard. Like, I literally have no idea. Come on, dead is the right answer oh. there. She said mummy. Oh. <laughs> but you both should know so, better. Yeah, shame. Shame. Well, you picked up 50 bucks, Tracy. Thanks for playing. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Next chance to play is tomorrow morning at 7.50. I need to know what everyone who is playing along in the car or at home said to zombie. Walk? Zombie. Eat? I think dead is the answer. Anyway. <laughs> and now, here's another terrifying episode of Terror Tales. <laughs> if you would like to tell us your scary encounter. I used to host it for a guy I used to work for, and he used to live in a very old uh, barn house type house, and uh, never slept in the guest room, always slept on the couch, and he, they were out, and uh, they had two little kids, and it was about one o'clock in the morning, one of their little toys goes off in the middle of the living room, so I get up, I shut it off, I put it in the toy box. 20 minutes later, the toy goes off again, and I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I shut that thing off. I get up, I take the batteries out of it. 30 minutes later, toy goes off again, and I'm like, okay, I gotta be dreaming. This is all, this, is, this isn't happening. Now, this is where it gets good. About an hour and a half after that, I'd fallen asleep, and the dog is crying. And I wake up, and there's, I kid you not, a what looks like a little girl in the middle of the room. And I'm like, okay, I gotta be dreaming. The little girl's crying, everything like that. So... I got up off the couch and walked up and she turned around and the next thing I remember, my alarm is going off. I'm on the floor of their kitchen with a busted nose. What? I'm dead serious. I and and I know this story sounds absolutely crazy. So I go home because I got to pick up my brother for school and we're heading into school and he asked me what happened and I told him the story and he did not believe me whatsoever and I cannot blame him. The story sounds absolutely crazy. So 
Okay. Wow. My brother has always been into the paranormal and everything like that, and he looked into the history of this house. It turns out that back in 19, I think it was 25, 26, there was a family that lived out there, and a young eight-year-old girl was abused by an uncle and her father and killed out at that farm. Holy crap. That is a legitimate story. I believe you. I wonder what happened to your nose. Like if it was the ghost of the dad or uncle thinking you were trying to protect her. Like I wonder what, or, how that would have happened. Or like you passed out from being so scared oh, maybe. and smashed it on the ground. I don't know. All I know is that I never watched their house again. Okay, so earlier we were talking about what is like the weirdest or silliest thing that you found in your trick-or-treat bag. But I think we need to pivot. What is the best thing you have found in your trick-or-treat bag? Because there's a video that's gone viral of a family in Calgary that are giving away two-liter bottles of pop. That They have 200 of them. I think that would be the worst thing you could get in a bag. Well, because then you got to carry it around. Yeah, like it's already heavy enough just running mini chocolate bars over your know. shoulder. Can you imagine... Like a, a seven-year-old having to carry a two-liter? <laughs> no. Or like the parents that are with them being like, here, I'll carry oh, that. I guess I'll take it. Or like you'd think that the kids would just go around the corner and just chug the entire thing and get rid of it. Plus, like there's no way to refrigerate that many. So they're giving out warm pop. So like do you take it home, put it in the fridge, and then you get to drink it the next day maybe? Yeah, I don't know. They must work for the company because what is the goal here? Yeah, you definitely got those for free from somewhere. I think I would if I was a kid, I would be super pumped for like the first 10 seconds. <laughs> and then once it's like, OK, this is heavy. And I don't then once. Want it. Yeah. And then like by the time I got to the end of their driveway, I'd be like, I'm just going to shake this up and throw it back at their house. We got a text from Ashley earlier on the show who said that she grew up in Thornsby. Does that sound right? Thornsby, Alberta. Yeah. Am I I saying think- that right. Thornhill. Something of the sort. And she said, there's a guy who gave out $20 bills to each kid that came to the door. I mean, it's in an area where maybe you don't get as many kids. Mm -hmm. And she said, we always felt guilty, but that's what he wanted to hand out. And he refused to take the money back. So what is the best thing Mm -hmm. that you've gotten in your trick-or-treat bag? I would way rather a 20-buck (laughs) bill than a two-liter of pop, I'll tell you that. The Ryder and Lisa Podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.